Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Bava Kama Daf Samech Vav, but we have a little bit of catch up to do. We're a little bit more than a third of the way down on Samechayim and Beis. We're at the words Omar Mar in the middle of the line, about 20 lines down. But right now, analyzing a Brisa about when we have a Karen payment, not Kefil, but when a person has to pay back the cost of what they stole. Do they also pay a chamishis? Do they also add a fifth, which really is a quarter in mathematical terms? Um, and do, does that person also have to bring an asham? This was uh, machlokas and the brisa between three shitas. And we're going to be analyzing two of those shitas now. Samachem and Bez, about a third of the way down. Omar Mar. We saw in the brisa, v'chachamim omrim birosho v'chamishiso. That's what the Pasuk says. On its head and a fifth. Mamon hamishtalim birosh. We're talking about a case where money is paid birosh, namely... This is a case of Karen, where money is paid um, uh, for Karen. So there's not, not a case of Kefil. In such a case, Mosif Chomesh. That's when we add the, the Chomesh punishment. But Mamon She'en Mishtalim Barosh. But when money is not being paid as a form of Karen, Ein Mosif Chomesh. In such a case, we do not add the Chomesh. We do not add the, the financial consequence of a Chomesh. Aval, while it's true that in this case of Karen, we don't add Chomesh. Aval, Asham Maisi. You still bring the Korban Asham. So ask the Gemara, why is it that in a case where you're not paying Karen, it says, why is it that there's no Chomesh, but there is an Asha? This is the Gemara's question. Now, halfway down, why is it that when it came to the punishment of Chomesh, that it's not paid in a case where you're not paying Karen? Because the Pasuk said, that was the drasha we just saw, line and go from the Chachamim. But asks the Gemara, if that were to be true, then Asham Nami, the same should be true by the Korban, also lo meshalin, The Pasuk itself seems to uh, class both Chomesh and Asham under the same exact language. Look at the language of the Pasuk. That seems like those two things are Lechora, the same exact thing. And if that's true, says the Gemara, um, then why is it that we would say that you're putter from Chomesh, but Chayven and Asham? So to this, the Gemara responds, Amre, Amre Lach Rabbanon, the Chachamim in our Mishnah would tell you because of the word S. S, Paske Kra. Let's look at our Pasuk again. The Pasuk reads, Beroshova Chamishiso, Ve'es Ashamo. So we have the word Ve'es Ashamo, and while we, in our simplistic trans translations of Chomesh, would have said that Chomesh and Asham are the same. But the Gemara says it didn't say Chomesh ve'ashamo. It added in the word S. And because there's a word S, paske kra, there's therefore a break in the Pasuk. And therefore, the din is that Chomesh doesn't apply in this case, but an Asham does. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, who disagrees with the sheet of the Chachamim in the Brisa we saw in Shabbos, what would he say as to why it is that you do have the same halacha of an Asham and uh, the Chomesh, he doesn't distinguish between them, says the Gemara, because you're right, the Chachamim hold that the word S is in the Pasuk, but it also says V'S. The extra Vav is Arvekra. That teaches us, like Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says in this Brisa, the Brisa that we saw in Shabbos, that V'S is Arvekra, that the Din of Chomesh and the Din of Asham are exactly the same. Oh, so then what did the Rabbanon do with that Vav? Six lines before the wide line, the rabbis who say that S is to be Paskekra, that S teaches us that the din of Chomesh and the din of 
the din of Chomesh and the din of Asham are different. And the the, the Reb Shimon ben Yochai said there's a vav. What would the rabbis do with that? Amrei lach. They would say lo lichtov rachman halo vav lo es. I don't need you to have the word s at all. If what you're trying to say is that the vav is le'arve, the vav is to bind them together, then don't write the word s. Therefore, it must be that it's paskin. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, what would he say? Amar lach, es lo sagya. The word s alone is not enough because de lo kosav le'afsuke ben mamon gavoa mamon hedyot. It was not there to teach about a difference between mamon gavoa, mamon gavoa and mamon hedyot. Rashi here tells us what that difference would be. And if you look at Rashi a third of the way down, Dibur HaMaschil, Lafsuke ben Mamon Gavoa, which goes for an Asham, the Mamon Hedyot is in regards to Chomesh. Therefore, back in the Gemara, Hilkach, Asava ve'arve kra. The word S alone wouldn't have taught our message. So therefore, we added the Vav. And therefore, because we needed the Vav, therefore, we have an Arvus between the word Chamishiso prior to the word S and the word Asham after the word S. So says the Gemara. Now we're going to see um, a sugya within a sugya, and that is as follows. Last of the short lines, I remember this Gemara from when I first learned um, Bava Kama. Actually, the only other time I learned Bava Kama in earnest, which was my year in Israel, because there's a very uh, a line that I quote sometimes when I'm fighting with people and learning based on this Gemara, as you'll soon see. Amar Ravi La'a, big machlokas between Ravi La'a and Ravi Hanina, and then they have some biting comments to each other at the end of the sugya. Ravi La'a says, Ganav Tlevenase'ayl, if you buy a baby ram, if, sorry, if you steal a baby ram and it grows up into an adult ram, egel or if you steal a calf and it becomes a cow, grows up, it automatically changes gears, changes strata. It's no longer a baby. Now it's an adult. Whatever the line in the sand is, I don't know. doesn't say in the Gemara when the calf becomes when the calf becomes a, when the eagle becomes a shore, we don't know. But once that animal grows up, so if I steal your animal and I steal it while it's still an eagle, and then it becomes a shore in my property, that shinui is a Kenyan. And therefore, the animal is now mine to keep. I still owe you the money. Don't get me wrong. I still owe you money, but I don't have to give you back the animal. The Gemara uses that as an example on the bottom of the next page. Exactly correct. We'll get to that in the bottom of the next page. Awesome. What well, if it's a female and the female winds up having calves at that point? Who gets the calves? The or the yeah, that's that's definitely a sugin shah somewhere. Definitely. Yeah. It's it's May Vlados, I think, is the uh, I don't know what it's called actually. What is it? Peros Paros. Is this Purim Toro? You got another you, if this is a, an Iberior, you have to hold the jokes for like a whole nother month. I know. I, I there. I'm sure it's discussed. I don't know offhand. Sure. So that is the first part of this case. That if in fact you steal something and on its own you didn't do anything, but the animal matured on its own and entered into a different name status. It's no longer an eagle. It's a shore. It's no longer a tlet an isle. You therefore own it, and therefore first of the long lines. If you then shecht it or sell it, no kefel. Shalohu tovech. That's yours. You still have to pay the guy back, but you now own that animal. It's no longer, it is the item that was stolen, but it's not the item that you'll be giving back because with that Shinui Shane, there is a Kenyan that's made. Shalohu Mocher, and therefore, this is a sheet of Rabbi Law uh, that uh, Shinui Shane by itself, even when it's automatic, functions as a Kenyan. Eisvei, the Gemara says, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Law. Rabbi Chanina does not agree with Rabbi Law. 
Let's see what his brisa says. The brisa of Rabbi Urav Chanina questioning Rabbi Law is Gonav Tlevenase Ayel, Egel Venase Shor. Same case, different brisa. We see that an animal's status changed while in stolen status. So then, says the Gemara over here, black on white on a brisa, not like the sheet of Rabbi Law. Here, what do we see? We see that you're Mashal and Tashlum and Kefil. So, says Reb Chanin, it's Rabbi Law. V'isal kadaitach kniya v'shinui amai Mashalim. If, in fact, you're saying that there is a Kenyan when there's Shinui shame, even though you didn't do anything, if you're right, why does this Brisa say you're Chayv Kefil? I'm Tavachu Machar. You shouldn't be Chayv Kefil on Tavachu Machar. After all, amai Mashalim. Shalohu tovech, shalohu mocher. So Rabbi Law says, Rabbi Chanina, what are you going to do about the brisa that I just brought you? Rabbi Law responds, Omar Lei, what's the other option? You want to say, Shinui lo koni? If Shinui is not kone, amai meshalem ke'en shagonav, l'shalem ki hashta. If that's true, then you shouldn't be paying ke'en shagonav, like the brisa says. You should be paying like today's market value. So therefore, the Gemara says, uh, Rabbi Chanina responds, Omar Lei, ki hashta, the reason why uh, the reason why things are the way that they are, why is he not paying kihashta? The guy who stole will argue that in this case, it's not reasonable to charge him based on the time of Why not? If I'm the thief, I'll say to you, Did I steal an adult cow from you? That's not what I stole. Did I steal a small male from you? I didn't, that's not what I stole. So therefore, says the Gemara, in a case like this, where the item that you stole goes through a maturing shinu, a shinui of some kind, you will not be held accountable to pay for the Shasa Amada Bedin when Bedin catches you, because that's not what you stole. What you stole was many days ago, many months ago, whatever the case may be, where it was a baby, it was an eagle, it was a little calf, and not a fully grown cow. You only have to steal, you only have to pay back that which you stole based on the Shas, uh, the shas Keneva. Omar Lei, Therefore, one says to the other, Rachmana Nitzalan Mehai Daita. May Hashem save me from the way that you think. Omar Lehi says to him, Adiraba, the exact opposite. Rachmana Nitzalan Midaita Didach. So, whenever I'm learning with my brother in law, Yosef, I say this to him all the time. I'm like, Rachmana Nitzalan Mehai Daita, you're Pasha crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He punches right back. He knows this Gemara very well. Yeah. So this was how they learned. And this was done by Ketusha Vitara. This is not Chas Shalom. This was not with a lack of Shalom. These people were, we can't relate. Even our, our finest accolades can't, can't adjust. It can't even, it, we're not, we're not, these people were holy, holy, holy people. They knew every Os Katan of every Mishnah that existed. They knew everything. They knew everything there was to know. And without the Svarim, there was no Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch was written a thousand years after this Gemara. It was written in the 1500s. After a colossal disaster where we tried to put together another Sanhedrin post uh, post Chorban Abayis, and that's how the Shulchan Aruch came about. Yosef Karo was one of the was the one who wrote it, but it was it was all an afterthought. These people knew everything by heart with no svarim. They knew everything. There were no Rishonim. <laughs> or five hundred years before any any Gaonim or Rishonim were there, they knew it all in their bones, father to son, father to son. All right, so that's the Machlokas that we have. Says the Gemara, Why wouldn't it then be that there is a king in Shinui Hashem? After all, Amar Rava, uh, Shor, uh, oh, sorry, the Gemara says, why is, it, why is this not considered Shinu, uh, a Kenyan of Shinui Hashem? Because Amar Rava, in regards to the Shor, Ashor ben Yomo Karui Shor. Ashor, which is the name of the adult animal, 
is still a name that we would use on a brand new baby shore. And an Ayel Ben Yomo, also Karui Ayel. A Ram, which is the adult name, a Tle is the baby, the Ayel is the adult name. But still, even for a newborn, we would also call it a baby Ram. How do we know this to be true? Eight lines or so from the bottom on Samachem with Bez. Shor Ben Yomo Karui Shor, where do we see the precedent for the fact that even a one-day-old baby calf can have the language of the adult of a Shor? Dixiv, Shor O Kesev O Ez, Kivaleid. Right when it's born, what's its title? Shore. So we see a beautiful text through from the Pasuk, um, from the Pasuk in Vayikra, that Shore and, and Yivaleid are in the same Pasuk. Therefore, you can't say that there's a, a sh the Shinui shame isn't a real Shinui shame. Because it's not exclusively referred to as an Egel. That's not correct. It's not referred to as an Egel always. It's also referred to as a Shore. And also, Ayel ben Yomo Karui Ayel. How do we know that a baby ram is also called a ram? Where this is Yaakov talking to Lavan. Yeah, Yaakov talking to Lavan. And he says, the rams of your flock, I didn't eat. So the Gemara teaches, You think his barter to his crooked father-in-law was, ah, I didn't eat the big animals. I, no, Pasha, that's not what was happening. When the Pasuk says, it means, So all of this was a side question, but Lemaisa, the Brisa, is still a Kasha on Rabbi Law. We didn't answer it yet. So it says the Gemara, the Brisa, which is on the second of the wide lines, remains a good question for us against Rabbi Law. So therefore, the Gemara says, Amar Rav Sheshes says, who's the author of the Brisa that Rav Hanina asked to Rabbi Loi? That's Beis Shamahi. Beis Shamahi categorically held the Amre. They held Shinui b'makom omedes. That even if there's a Shinui, the transaction does not really function fully. And it's b'makom omedes velokani. The Shinui doesn't matter. That's Beis Shamahi. That's what Rabbi Loi is going to say back to Rav Hanina. I hold what I hold, but you're quoting from a Brisa that's Beis Shamahi. You got the wrong, it's, and we know about, that uh, Beis Shammai is ain't a Mishnah. It's nothing. Okay, so the Gemara says, how do we know this to be true? It's not. Ditanya. We have a Brisa that shows this to be the case. We have a Brisa that shows that Beis Shammai is of the opinion that Shinui b'makoma omedes velokani. And this is in regards to a case where a person paid for prostitution. And we know that there's a din in Chumash, that the payment that you make for prostitution services cannot be brought on the Mizbech. It's Esnan Zona. You're not allowed to do that. It's puzzle from being Karev al Mizbech. So now let's take a look at this Brisa, Detanya, four lines from the bottom. Nasan Esnana. If a man is paying a woman for her services, Chitin, he gave her wheat, but now they've been transformed into flour. So let's just take the question out a little bit. If I gave her X, but it's no longer X, she changed it. Can that flower be brought on the Mizbeach? I know the wheat can't be brought, but can I bring the flower? I gave her olives and she turned it into olive oil. In all cases, how far is the ripple effect of Esnan Zona? Do we say that not only the actual item that she was paid for her services would be a puzzle for the Mizbech, or rather would we say that any derivative thereof, any new form thereof of the item that I gave her is now going to be considered Esnan Zonan puzzle for the Mizbech. So here's the part where we see the link back to Beishamai. He said, Beishamai is the one who's Osrin. 
This is how we know that Rabbi Law's answer is very reasonable, pushing back on Rabbi Hanina. The Rabbi Hanina, the brisa that you brought on the second of the wide lines, that brisa is not Lamaisa. Why? Because it's Beis Shammai. And here's the raya from this uh, this Gurion de Measpork. He says that Beis Shammai is Osrin, Uve Selal Matirin. And my time with the Beis Shammai, why was Beis Shammai so makbid to say that even the derivative of the gift that this uh, harlot received is going to, even the derivative is going to be Osrin to use on the Mizbech, says the Gemara, because the Pasuk, the Pasuk says Gam. I'll read the Pasuk for you. Velosavi esnan zona. You should not bring the gift for a zona, umechir kelev, or the cost for a dog, base Hashem alokecha, into the house of Hashem lechol neder. Gam toavas Hashem alokecha, gam shnehem. The word gam, back in our Gemara, last line of the page, why does Beis Shammai hold that even a derivative of a gift to a prostitute would be usher for the Mizbech? Says the Gemara, lechsiv gam. The word in the in the Pasuk says gam. Also, that's a language of inclusion. And therefore, we're adding one other thing. It's not just the item that the man gave to the woman, but also if she changed it out into its derivative product, it's still usher, says Beishamai. Asks the Gemara, uh, sorry, finishing the word, uh, to include even future iterations of that original product. Well, that's a great raya. They have a very inclusive word, the word gam. So what would Beis Hillel say back to Beis Shammai? The Gemara says that that Pasuk also has the word Haim, which means only that. That's an exclusionary language. It's very narrow. Only that item, namely only the gift itself. But Veloshinu Yehem. And the future iterations of that item are not going to be limited from the Mizbeah. Ah, you Beis Shammai, what would you do with the word Haim? The Gemara says, Hahu, turning to the top of Samach Vav Amid Aleph, Haim Velovladosem Huda'asa, he says, Beishamai says, that if I give an animal and the animal has a child, only the mother animal is not allowed to be Kareb al-Gabe Mizbeach. But uh, Beishamai would agree that an animal of the next generation would be allowed. Uh, that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach. Says the Gemara, Beis Hillel, what would you do about the, this drasha? He says, no worries. Tarte shamas mina. We actually have two things that are learned from the word heim, not just one. Heim veloshinu yehem, heim velovladosehem. He says that when the Pasuk by Esnan Zona says the word Haim, it excludes two things. He said it excludes any derivatives. Those are not Asr on the Mizbeach. And it also excludes Vladoseim, that those two are not going to be Asr al-Gabe Mizbeach. And now the Gemara asks the dagger question against Beis Hillel. Ah, you Beis Hillel, you haven't explained the primary source that Beis Shammai used to say that the Shinu Yehim are included. Beis Hillel, Haksiv Gam. Remember, on the bottom line of Samach Hamid Beis, we said, why was Beis Shammai Oser even the Shinu Yehim, the iterations of that item? Because of the word Gam. Beis Hillel said, okay, well, I have the word Haim. But Beis, Beis Hillel never answered, what about the word Gam? So the Gemara says, hey, what about the word Gam? And look at the conclusion of this Gemara. Super rare. Gam, the Beis Hillel Kasha. We don't know how Beis Hillel learned the word Gam in this possum. Missing information. Right, we have a blank a blank page, and therefore um, we're just not sure how he, how he learned the pasuk. Didn't you say something like that? Babeshamai? No. Yeah, we did have that. Oh, you got my mind turning now. Was it on Shabbos? Were you here Shabbos? No. So then it wasn't Shabbos. I mean, if. You learned it from me? Huh? Yeah, I, I, it sounds very I familiar. Remember you saying how it was super rare. Yeah. 
I mean, I've only been through half of Shas. It's just rare in this half of Shas. It might be very common in the next half of Shas. We'll find out. Okay. Let's continue. Ad kan lo pligi, the machlokes of Reb Chanin and Rebbe Law in regards to shinui kone, ela demar savar shinui kone, umar savar ain shinui kone. The only question is whether or not the Ganev actually owns this animal when it graduates from an egel to a shore. However, avala inyan shlome, everyone agrees in regards to payment. You're not, just because you, the Ganev, now own this animal doesn't mean you aren't a thief anymore. You're still a thief and you still have to pay things back. Kule alma kitame ikara mishalem. Pasha, you have to pay back to Katani because what do we have in the Brisa? Beautiful. So we see that even though there's a machlokas of Hanin and Rabbi Law in regards to whether or not a passive change in the status of the animal is a Kenyan, yes or no, but everyone agrees you still have to pay. And how do you have to pay, like it says in the Brisa? Ke'en Shaganav. We look back at the moment of theft and say your animal was worth $1,000 on the day of theft. That's how much you have to pay times two. So you have to pay cash. Says the Gemara, Lema, perhaps, and this goes back a few blot ago, Lema to have it to you to derab. Perhaps this is a problem for the Shita of Rav. The Amar Rav, Karen is Kein Shagonav, but Misham Tashumi Vikefel, but Tashumi Dalad, hey, Kishasamodabidin, Kashan Rav, because Rav wanted to say that Kefel is Kishasamodabidin, but this Bryce says that Kefel is Kishas Geneva. Stiron. The Gemara responds a quarter of the way down, almost a third of the way down. When you have animals and you're using that to pay back, you stole the animal and now you're giving the animal back, that's because that's what you stole. You're going to give back that animal. But if you made a Kenyan, let's say that there was no machlokas for just a moment. Let's say you made a Kenyan on that animal and now you the animal is yours. In such a case, then then you have to pay Kshasamadabadin. Okay, next sugya, sugya, but all connected. Amar Rabba, one third of the way down, Samach Vav Shinui Kona, in regards to changes that happen to the animal, where we say that there is a Kenyan, that's both Ksiva Vitanina, that's written in a Pasuk in Chumash, and it's also written in a Brisa. Ksiva, where does it show us that we have a din of Shinui Kona? That if a person were to make a change to the item that they've stolen, that it's now theirs, because the Pasuk in Chumash says, that when you steal something, you have a mitzvah del raisa to return it. This is the classic example of a lav hanitak le'ase. The lav is to, to steal, but the Torah includes the mitzvah del raisa, which is specifically this. Says the Gemara, Why do you that? Just say, Obviously, if, if you're being Meshiv Degzela, we know that you were a Gazal. So why say the words Asher Gazal? Says the Gemara, If it's what you took, give it back. Then you have to give back that money. What does Ve'im Lav mean? So it seems from the Gemara that if you made a Kenyan, if you don't have that item, you now own that item or it's lost or whatever the case may be. Under those circumstances, then you have to pay back cash. But of course, you can't pay back what you don't have. Because you can understand the difference. If it says, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's his debate. It could be that it was from somebody else and he is returning it. That's how you could understand that process. Hold on one second. The Pasuk reads, 
In the context of the Pasuk, you can't say that. If he sins and does something wrong and he has to return the exam. So, uh, by the way, you should just know, my Rebbe, Rev. David Miller, who taught in Gross, he said to me, this is the one thing he has no idea how the Chachamim did. How did they look at the Pesukim and conclude what to include or exclude? Like, how did they do that? He had no idea. He said it's one of it's one of the hardest. It's what it's, he said this twenty years ago. One of the one one thing about Shas he doesn't understand is how the Chachamim got from A to Z. Yeah. We're working on A to A to B, so uh, it, it could be that it's a Masora. But how did like, how did it work? I'm saying how did they how did they know? Because it seems like it, they, it's a Masora, but they're not saying always that they heard it from their Rebbe. A lot of drushos came from that particular Amora. When it comes from their Rebbe, Amar of Yehuda, uh, Amar Shmuel. Okay, that's from a Rebbe. When you say Amar Rava, and Rava makes a drasha, that means he made it up on his own. So how did he do that? Anyways, that's what the Gemara says over here with the word uh, Asher Gazal that you have to pay back. And that's the Pasuk that shows us that there's a Shinui that actually works. And Tanina, just about halfway down, where do we see a Brisa that teaches us that Shinui actually is Kone? Hagozal Eitzin v'asan Kalim. Let's say that I bought a, a wood and I made them into a cleat. We have a woodworker in the back of the room. My father buys uh, unfinished wood, and he cuts them into shape, and he puts it in a vise and glues it together and planes it down and stains it, etc. Kind of got that right. I don't know if that's good, more or less. I was uh, a little filming at the mouth there for a second. Did you buy it? Oh, man. Yeah, my dad doesn't buy it, no. I got some of the words right. I'm happy. So the Gemara says that if somebody like my father takes wood and makes it into a board, or tzemer ve'asan pishtim, or if I have uh, if I have wool and I weave it into a garment, mishalim kshasagzela, what does that show you? That the item that I had that I had stolen is no longer the same item. Yes, it's fibers of wood, hundred percent under the microscope, it's wood. But it, but I, I I turned it into a cleat. I turned it into a chalabord. So now it's not shayach anymore that I should give you that back. But instead, I should pay you back cash. Inami, there's another mari makom in a brisa that would teach us a din that a shinui is kone. Lo hispik litno lo pater. This is a din of reshis hagez that the first time that an animal is sheared, the money goes to a kohen. If I sheared the animal and I have all of the wool. And before I had the opportunity to give it over to a Kohen, I stuck it into the pot and dyed it. So then, putter, Alma, Shinui Kona. That when I made a change to that flower and I stained it, it's no longer fitting for the Kohen. Now it's mine and I'm putter. These are the multiple rayas that when there is a Shinui made to the garment itself, when there's a Shinui made to the wood itself, the halacha is that you, the thief, are now the owner of that item and you must pay back cash only. <clears throat> this is one of the most famous sugyas in Baba Kama, which is about Yeyush. Yeyush is if I steal something from you and you as the bailim, you totally give up hope. You know, some I've left things on airplanes before. I left a, my battery charger once on the airplane. I didn't even turn around. I didn't even waste my time. I was like by the door of the airport. I'm like, I'm not going back through security for a $29 thing on Amazon that anyways, I have to rig I have to go, get through security without a ticket. It, it's going to take me an hour. The hour is not worth it. I, I was Miyayish instantly. I, the second I noticed it, I was Miyayish. And I went on Amazon and bought another one, which I don't know which one was the Raya. Was it the moment in time? It was the same moment. So what's the din of Yeish? If I steal from you and you are miyayish instantly, you know you're never going to see it again. 
What happens then? Do I, the Ganev, now own that item such that if I'm caught, I pay you back cash? Or no, is the yeush that you feel when you say, I'm no longer going to get it back, maybe that has no bearing on my ownership. Nothing happened to the item. It's your feelings yonder. You're, over, you're elsewhere. You're elsewhere. So what do, do the feelings of the Bailam about yeush, about relinquishing ownership, how does that play with the Ganev? So Amre Rabban and the rabbi say the nickname. Wow, this is a chiddush. Your mindset, a thousand miles away, when you realize that they stole your laptop, your mindset makes the gun of the owner. But says the Gemara, Mihu lo But I don't know if that's a din de oraisa that you, the ganav, now own that laptop, or if it's derabanan. And the Gemara goes through both sides. oraisa, if in fact. The Yeush of the Bailim caused the Ganav to own the item Ida Oraisa. Well, that's similar to Ashava Saveda, Midi, the Hava Amotse Aveda. If I find an item, Motse Aveda, Lav, isn't it true that Kevan de Meyaish Moramino, Mikami de Tesi Liade, Kanile, that if the owner of the lost item is Meyaish before he ever receives it, then the guy who is holding the item now owns the item. Hainami, maybe here in a case of, of, of theft also, theft with Yeush, maybe Kevan de Miyaish Mara Konile. Perhaps, if we would have said that it's a Din de Oraisa, then when the Bailim are Miyaish, then I, the Ganavim, now the owner of this brand new laptop, Alma Koni. That would be the Din de Oraisa status. Or perhaps, says the Gemara, something drastically different in regards to the Lumdus and Halachic status of what's going on. Odilma, seven lines from the bottom. What are you talking about? Picking up an Aveda off the ground. Oh, I found a lost item. I found a laptop. Very different than stealing a laptop. And the Gemara is calling out, it's brought down the yellow flag. What are you talking about? Says the Gemara, Aveda with a lost item. Aveda When you picked it up, If I find your laptop and I pick it up, I'm like, oh, whose is this? How did I get it? Mutter, it's a mitzvah. I picked up the item. It might be yours. But that's only over there. In our case, since I'm a Ganev and I stole it out of your car, only me the Rabbanan who the Amar Rabbanan nickname, the Chachamim, me the Raisa, I the Ganev own nothing. But the Chachamim, in their absolute kindness, said, let him keep it. It's the only way he'll do tshuva. Unbelievable that the Chachamim could do such a thing. Midel Raisa, you own nothing. The Chachamim said, keep it. Because the only way you're going to do tshuva is if you don't have to go through this whole headache of giving the thing you stole back to the person who lives a thousand miles. Okay, now we can send things with ease. I mean, it's not normal how UPS and FedEx get things from here to that when it works. When it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Two, two days, you're anywhere in the world. It's unbelievable. So that's what the Gemara says, is that according to this approach, yes, for sure it's Kone. We just don't know if it's a Dindo Raisa, similar to Motzea Veda, or really, it's really a Dindo Rabban. Amido Raisa, you're not Kone at all. But because of Takonas Hashavim, we want to make sure that the Ganev has an opportunity to do Tshuva. So therefore, Mibnei Takonas Hashavim, Mido Rabban, and we pretend. Someone on the plane asked me today, he said, uh, in Catholicism, you, I don't remember the whole Lashonos, you go do confessions, I think is what he said. What do Jews have for repentance? I said, buddy, that's one of our commandments. 
Kaddish Baruch Hu wired into the 613 mitzvos that we're going to mess up. One of the mitzvos I say that we have is that when you mess up, you have to do tshuva. Nobody else has that. That's gorgeous. A Kaddish Baruch Hu knows. I heard the most gorgeous mashal last night. Her told me this mashal in the name of Rabbi Fry and Waxman. Oh my gosh, unbelievable. Rabbi Waxman, he was talking to Waxman about, uh, you know, people growing, people making mistakes. He said, you think after a war, the chayal comes back. He's covered in mud. He's covered in blood. You think the king looks at him and says, oh, you have a blemish on your... He says, Tzadik, come here. You've been fighting for me. You've been fighting for my children. Come here. Come get a hug. He doesn't look at the stains on the on the uniform and be like, you shake it. That's not a Kodesh Baruch Hu. We have Takonas Hashavim. It's built into the system. It's an unbelievable Zach. This guy was like blown away that one of the commandments in the Torah was to do tshuva. It's it's not normal. It's not normal. When you step out, we're so used to the halachic framework. When you step out and look as an outsider, it is mystifying that one of the 613 commandments is to do tshuva. It assumes you will fail. Yes, correct. That's right. I quoted that verse for him and he said, righteousness is not the falling down part. It's the getting up part afterwards. Tshuva is wired into the Bria. So that's what the Gemara says over here, that if the Bailam are miyaish, so then under those circumstances, either Mido Raisa, your your Kona, the Ganev, you now own it, or Mido Rabbanu, because of Takana Sashavim, you therefore own it. Says so the Gemara, three lines from the bottom. You don't. This is going to be the Machlokas we're going to see. Yehu Shalomidas. What if you don't know? Is that a Kenyan? Is that not a Kenyan? We're going to just, not today, but we'll get there. Rav Yosef, Amar, Yehush, Enokone, Ve'afilu Midrabonon. So we have Machlokas between uh, Rabba and Rav Yosef. Rabba and Rav Yosef were the same generation, third century Amorim. And um, they felt, uh, Rav Yosef felt that no such thing. The Yehush, the mindset of the Bailim has no bearing at all on the ownership of the Ganav. And therefore, if the Ganav is caught, he's chayv kefel on that animal plus an equal amount of dollars. According to Rabba, he pays double dollars, no animal, because he don't own the animal anymore. Rav Yosef asks Akasha to Rabba, let's remember, Rabba held that there is definitely a Kenyan. If I steal chametz from you and I hold it over Pesach, you didn't do Bittal, which we would always do, of course. This wouldn't happen nowadays. If you do Bittal, you're fine. But if you don't do Bittal and you steal a huge expensive bottle of some type of grain-based scotch from me, $5,000. I was in New York. I saw a bottle for $8,000. Something ridiculous. $8,000 for a bottle of alcohol. From Kirkland, you'll get just as slammed for $9.99. Unbelievable uh, difference in price. Same result. Nothing changes. And after three shots, you can't tell the difference. After the first shot, you can't tell the difference. Even the first shot, you can't tell the difference. Okay, we're not talking about alcohol now. Gazel chametz Pesach. All right, well, now the food's usser. Chametz Pesach is usser. But I'm the thief. What do I do? I want tshuva. Top of Salam Chabav Mebez. Omer lo hareshel chalafanecha. I'm giving back what I stole. This guy is like, seriously? My $8,000 bottle of whatever. I don't even want to say a name because I don't know how much alcohol costs. I don't want to embarrass myself. No idea what it is. The high says the Gemara. Kevan demata idan isura. Vaday miyayish. The owner, he's like, I, I, I want to sell this. Again, no bittel. Shiloh, I didn't do bittel. Fine, which he just didn't do bittel. I would love to sell my expensive bottle of wine. He must not have known. I would love to sell my expensive bottle of wine. Okay, Pesach starting. All right, I'm a Yaish. 
So says the Gemara, if you want to say that the mindset of the Bailim to relinquish ownership is real, how can he give back the bottle? The owner doesn't own it anymore. He was Meyayish the second Chatzos hit on Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara, really? He should have just paid cash. You can't give back the bottle. Kasha and Rabbah. So the Gemara says, Amar Rabbah says, when do I say that there's a Kenyan with the Yeyush of the Bailam such that the Ganav now owns it? That's Zemis Yaish Vizeratiknos. That's when the Bailam are Yaish and I actually want the product. But much as I'm a thief, I would never eat Chamesh Shavar Lava Pesach, which is funny. Hi Zeh, what's my case over here? Misyaish Vizeino Rotaliknos. Even though he stole. He was a Ganev on Erev Pesach and he's a Tzaddik after Pesach. He won't even eat the food he stole. And the stealing is definitely a Din Raisa. What's going on with the Chamesh Shavar Pesach? That's a discussion. Yeah. He did Tshuva. Or he wants to do Tshuva. So that's how Rabbah wriggles out. Rabbah says, no, I meant that when does the Yeyush work? Only when I, the Ganev, want to keep the item. But all of a sudden... I'm doing tshuva. So and therefore, I don't want to eat chav and shavu Pesach, which means, which means I don't want it, which means your yeyush doesn't work. Next, esve abaye le another kasha. This is a machlokas, if this is Rabba or Rava. If you'll notice, abaye was younger. Abaye was the fourth the fourth century of the Amorim. So here, we don't know who's talking. It's a little unclear from the Gemara. Korbano, the Pasuk says korbano. You can bring a korban. Velo hagozel, but hagazul. But you cannot bring a korban that's stolen. All right, let's analyze. Hey, Chidami. Samach Vava Medbez, seven lines down. Ilem Alifne Yeyush. If you want to say that the Korban is being brought before the Bailam Armi Yaesh, Lamalikra Pshita. Obviously, that does not work. Why? Because before Yeyush, everyone agrees that if Ruvain stole Shimon's animal, that the animal stole Shimon's. Shimon wasn't Yaesh. That's Pasha. Elalab, it must be Laachar Yeyush. It must be that it's after Yeyush, and still we say below Hagazul that a stolen animal cannot be brought. Shma Minah, that the Yeyush didn't work. Yeyush Lokani. If Yeyush works, then why can't I bring your stolen animal? You were Miyayish. Now the animal's mine. Must be that Yeyush doesn't work. Says the Gemara, what would Rabbah answer? Amar Lay, and here it should be Rabbah. That's what the Gemara changes on the side here. Actually, that's not what it says. It says, Rava, you're correct. It doesn't change it. But the beginning does say... Uh, the beginning one has to be Rava. They both have to be Rava. Uh, that, that one needs... On the sixth line, that needs to be changed to Rava. That's what the Masorah Sashah says. Yeah. Anyways, Omar le Rava Wait one second. I have a case that's quite comparable to what you are talking about. What's that case? Ulatamecha de Tanya, Mishkavo. In regards to a Zav, who is Mishkavo, he sits on a mattress. We know that a Zav has a very unique status of Tuma, similar to a Nida, in that when a Zav sits on a mattress, even many mattresses, he or the Zava or she are Mitame, all the mattresses they sit on, but Veloha Gazul. But if they sit on a mattress that's stolen, the Tuma doesn't transfer. Tuma is not like a Kudis. It, it's very halachic. It's very halachic. So like if you, it, it only works on something that's yours. If you steal something and you're a Zav or Zav and you sit on it, it does not become Tameh. The halachos of Tumah Vitara are not 
please excuse me, they're not rational in the way that like in a sciencey kind of way. It's not like a contagion that hits everybody. If it's guzzle, there's no tumor. Says the Gemara, let's analyze. Hey, if you want to say, imra, I stole wool, the avde, mishkav, and I made it into a bed. Everyone agrees that if I do a maisa be a dime to the item, hush it, that that's going to be the case, that I am the new owner. What then must be the case of the mattress that's stolen? He actually stole the mattress of his friend. So therefore, it must be that the brisa is talking about the korban of his friend. So therefore, no kasha about Yehush at all. Now we're turning the tables in the other direction. Um, Rav Yosef was the one who held that there was no Kenyan at all in regards to Yehush. Says the Gemara, the skins the uh of the uh, of a of a regular house owner let's say i own an animal and i and i cut the animal and i kill it i shecht it or whatever and i want to take the skin and keep it if they're my skins so then machshava mitamasan if they're my skins then my machshava can say i'm done working on this and once i finish that product once i finish it now it's a kli my brain alone, if I'm a personal private owner, my brain alone can say, I'm done working on this and now I, now it's subject to Tuma. However, Vishal uh, Avdan, or an Abdan, or someone who is actually a leather worker, by him things are different. The only time that an item becomes actually subject to Tuma when there's a worker is when the item is 100% complete. And it's not based on his machshava. It's based on the, the outcome, the specs that were set for this item to be prepared. I have a tefillin bag that's made out of cow. So the person who made it in the store, they weren't done with it until the zipper was put on. They didn't, it wasn't done until it was done. The machshavas, when you're halfway through, don't make it a finished kli. They're selling a product. If I'm a private homeowner, I can decide in the middle to stop. It's mine. I can do whatever I want. Then my machshavas make a difference. All of this is a side note. This is the part we need. Brisa says, halfway down, middle of this Brisa that we're in the middle of learning, shall ganav, if it is stolen, if it's a, a very um, brazen thief who will steal from in front of you, Reb Shimon Omer, he says the opposite about the Ganav. When it comes to Geneva, there, because um, the Bailim did not have Yeush. What does that imply? That if they did have Yeush, that it would have been a Kenyan. So what would Rabbi Yosef say to that? We see that Yeush is Kone. Rabbi Yosef would say, where he actually cut the edge of the garment. In such a case, that must be the case, says Rabbi Yosef, because Rabbi Yosef holds that there's no Kenyan from Yeush. It must be that he took scissors and he trimmed the edge of the garment to make it perfectly the right cut, the right size. And then everyone agrees that if you cut something, you're done a maisa to that item, pasha that you own it. So lemaisa, let's talk in practical terms. If I steal your car and I key it, it's mine. I owe you cash, but the car is mine. I made a shinui to your car. I add a muffler, I uh, whatever. Whatever, doesn't matter. Any change I make, that car just became mine. I'm still a Ghanav, I'm still a thief, I'm still a Russia. I still have to pay you back, but that car now became mine. That, that's the Lemaisa practical application, assuming we would say that uh, that this is true. So, Maskiflor, Rababar, Rav Khanan, the Hello, Itzva Shanukan, really 
the brisa that we saw a few lines ago of Oros Shel Balabais, which is a, a, a brisa from uh, Maseches Kalim, actually, really, that Mishnah is only talking about itzvah, which is talking about a piece of leather. Uh, it's a piece of hide that doesn't need any fixing. It's used as is. Have you ever been to people's house and they have like most of a cow on their living room floor? Kind of awkward, but that's an un... I mean, it's relatively trimmed. What? It is a carpet. It's just relatively trimmed, but it's not like perfect. It's, it's got a natural look to it, you know? So that's kind of what we're dealing with. This guy works in a leather store. He wants to eat on this table without messing it up. He grabs a piece of leather and throws it on the table. It doesn't fit perfectly. It's not a, our tablecloth or mamish measured down to the inch. They, uh, they grabbed hide. They put it on the table. So And how can Rav Yosef say that we're dealing with a case where we were cutting the hide? After all, the Mishnah had to be talking about itzvah, which is a piece of fabric that did not need cutting. How do we know that the Mishnah above of Oros Shel Balabais were dealing with itzvah? Because the Mishnah immediately before it was dealing with that. When there's nothing missing from the clea that you're making, then your thoughts can make it into a final kli, and therefore it can become tameh. However, when there is a chisar and the zipper wasn't put on, the cuts are not done, the stitching isn't done, then your thoughts don't matter at all. Except for itzba, because that's always used as is. So then listen to this piece of Gemara. Rava Rava said, Rava would go to the base medrash every once in a while and say to Rav Yosef, we never solved our problem. I still have a kashi against you. You tried to bring me a raya from that latter mishnah of Oros Shel Balabayis that maybe it was Kitsa and you cut it. You know that you're wrong because I can tell you that the mishnah prior to that in Kalim was talking about the Israel, which is an uncut fabric. You're wrong. It says the Gemara, the low Ifrakite was not answered. Adi Yosef Rav Yosef Beresha until he was hired as the Rosh Yeshiva when he was a little bit older. Upirka. Finally, majestically, magically, he was able to draw from Siata Dishmaya and he was able to give an answer to the question. What was the answer to the question? Shinui Hashem Kishinui Maisadami. The change in the name is similar to the Shinui Maisa. Therefore, Rabbi Yosef was able to withstand the question from 22 years earlier. Could you imagine an ongoing conversation for that long? And therefore, the Gemara says that the Bryce is not a problem. Says the Gemara, oh, uh, okay, let's stop here just in case somebody has to talk about It's fine. We'll catch up the rest later. We're doing good. All right, we'll stop right here at Shinui uh, Maisa Mai Taima, and we'll pick up Amir Sashem tomorrow night. Tomorrow is Monday. Monday and Tuesday, I'm here. Wednesday and Thursday, I'm out. I'll keep you posted. Wishing you all a beautiful night.